Hi everyone, it's the Colorful Plates Podcast. It's a new year, and in the spirit of making willy-nilly random New Year's resolutions, here is ours. We're going to make this podcast tighter, better, and more consistent than ever. Yes, we're in the proverbial gym every day, drinking protein kale chia seed shakes, and making this podcast the trim, healthy operation we've always wanted. So, every Monday, we'll feature chef interviews, field reports about fresh produce, and a look at trends, news, and more. For those new to the podcast, welcome. This is a chef-focused podcast to demystify the world of fresh produce from the field to the kitchen. Hopefully that will be of interest to you. If not, we may cover an unsolved murder, so stick around. For January 14th, we have a look at the recent freeze in Yuma affecting row crops. We hear from an award-winning chef in Virginia about what he's been cooking up lately. And Jamie talks with Liz Hull about how the local farm grant program Cultivating Change is bringing needed support to local farms. Let's start with a quick look at what's happening in the fields. As you may know, during the winter months, most North American row crops, your lettuces, broccoli, spring mixes, etc., are coming from the Yuma, Arizona growing region, which can mean that any anomaly on the ground there can affect more product than during the rest of the year. Take a listen to our podcast in November to hear a bit more about the logistical nightmare that is moving growing and production operations out of Salinas, California to Yuma. But for now, recent cold temperatures have created issues there, causing a domino effect for quality and pricing. We spoke with Steve Cagle from ProAct, who brought a bit more of understanding to what to expect in your kitchens. So with the freezing temperatures last week, Crews were on standby. Uh, crews wouldn't get into the fields to harvest until late morning, sometimes noon. This lasted for about a week and a half. With that said, uh, harvest yields were really low with the daylight hours and um, and also crews being impatient waiting around to get into the fields. Some of the crews were lost. So that, that means a shortage of all row crops coming out of Yuma. Uh, give us Correct. an idea of the spread of products that it is. So that includes all leaf items, all lettuce, all broccoli, and cauliflower. And uh, celery has just migrated down to Yuma last couple of weeks, so it's even hitting some celery. So Already volatile crops. All just very row sensitive crops to it. Okay. Yep. So, with that being said, you have crews that aren't showing up because they can't get into the fields and they're not getting paid when they're not working. And this right. just means everything is backed up. The weather itself, the freezing temperatures, what does that do to the product? So, freezing temperatures, it uh, you'll see blister is the first sign, then it turns into epidermal peel. And that obviously is on the outer leaves. And say uh, we're talking iceberg lettuce. A lot of the shippers or a lot of the harvesters will want to peel back the outer leaves. So that'll make a lighter box. So it, it, it's all a domino effect. Everything kind of came on at once um, with this freezing weather. And also, of course, it, it tampers with quality, giving it um, the outer leaves blister and peel. So that, that double whammy means, hey, supply not only is not good, but it's also short. Supply is not good, short, and it'll be lightweight. Less less yield in that box. Mm -hmm. Steve, uh, what does the prognosis look like for the next couple weeks? So next couple weeks, I would look at quality very closely. We have been sending out uh, reminders to the membership out there to, to look for blister and peel. So just want to make sure everyone knows it's out there. So every shipper's quoting that as well. So uh, expect that for the next three, four weeks. 
Thanks again to Steve. In short, look for some lighter boxes, less yield, and higher prices as the markets stabilize over the next couple of weeks. We, of course, will bring you information on what is happening in that region. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter with over 40 commodities updated by visiting ProactUSA.com and clicking on Market Reports. Our What's Cooking segment features a part of a conversation that our colleague Austin Hausman had with Mark Bedzik, a culinary instructor at the Culinary Institute of Virginia, who's been recognized for the innovative way he's growing and using fresh produce. We pick up the conversation as Mark began to share the current item that he's been enjoying working with. I've started to become really fond of mushrooms. There's a lot that you can do with mushrooms. Mm. Um, and each mushroom is somewhat different texturally, the, the flavor subtleties between like, you know, you get a shiitake or a button or a portobello, you know, depending on the variety of mushrooms, you can do a lot with it. It provides some really good flavor. You know, you can kind of get your route, you know, with mushrooms. I mean, you can make, you can make essences, you can make broths, incorporate them into sauces. You can even put them into like, you know, pastas, yeah. I mean, like within the dough. There's so many things that you can do and there's so many varieties uh, that you can play with. So I think that, that that's, that's kind of the, the, the thing that I'm on now is, is, is mushrooms. This coming Thursday, Austin's full conversation with Mark will be featured on a special version of the Colorful Plates podcast. Finally, Jamie Moore sat down with Liz Hall from Greenerfields Together to chat about the fourth year of the local farm grant program, Cultivating Change. Cultivating Change started in 2015. ProAct has already been supporting uh, small local farms through their purchasing. So this year, we're giving away $85,000 to local farms. We have 143 applicants from 33 states this year. They are applying for multiple different projects. So refrigerated trucks, packing house improvements, education, programs for kids, employee housing. Um, The projects really vary all across the board. Um, And this is a way for PROACT to give back. How do these farms find out about the program? We send out flyers in the mail. We um, email about 200 different farming organizations across the nation. Some are specific to certain states. Others are just blanket farming organizations, such as Farm Bureau, Future Farmers of America, um, these different organizations, and we ask them to spread the word about cultivating change. We also frequently post on our social media, and it's a really word-of-mouth type program. You know, it's people getting out there and sharing it on their social media, telling their friends, telling their family, telling their hairdresser while they're getting their hair cut. It's really a community-driven grant program, and I think that's why it feels so important to us is because it really does involve people from all over to get the word out about this program. How can listeners support Cultivating Change? What can they do? Listeners can support Cultivating Change by going to cultivatingchange.org. They can vote for their local farm, whatever farm they feel passionate about, their project. The first place winner will get $10,000, and then from there, the second, third, fourth, and fifth place winners will all get a certain amount. And even if a farm doesn't get any grant funding, they get exposure, which is really important for these small local farms is having their communities support them. Last year, Reeves Family Farm ended up getting grant funding for a refrigerated truck, and this year their community has really rallied around them, and they're already... Um, at the top spot and have been holding it since day one, which is really great. Thanks to Jamie and Liz. Please be sure to visit cultivatingchange.org now through the end of January to read the profiles of local farms and be sure to vote for the ones you feel 
are most deserving. That's all for us. Make sure you subscribe and share this podcast. Please visit colorfulplates.co for more great resources. And as always, stay fresh. <laughs>